0: This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast
1: It's the calm before the storm Uh, yeah, I think we'll, we'll chill in the brewery I, I,
0: Hopefully nobody comes Alright, so you want to wait until the night Yeah Giving the party time
2: to reflect Late, very late in my life I have an opportunity to save
3: the world My life was forfeit long ago It is curious to rededicate it In service of this cause
2: Yes, isn't it, isn't it wonderful And plan ahead you have the frost giants outside the pens. You got steady patrols, and you got those up in the watchtowers. It's hard to move about by day. We do better at night.
3: But trouble isn't far away.
2: Yeah, so you've got a pretty good view
0: up there of what's going on. Um, you see the frost giants are outside. And when night
1: falls... And uh- then Lurk eases the door closed, and he can't see anything. It is <laughs> darkness and a- devoid of sound. He pulls his bow out. Evil will rise.
0: It begins... Charging up into the air.
4: Oh, what? what? Oh, Jesus. The adventure continues now. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. It's your boy Grant Berger, a.k.a. Baron Ashpeak, and I'm a little sad this week, guys. I'm a little sad for Murple. Murple may be my favorite character to have ever been introduced by Troy, I think because inside my heart, when I'm at my most honest and raw, I feel the same as Murple. I certainly felt exactly the same way Murple did after Troy murdered Orphos Norkim. Hope everyone pours one out for Merple and his loneliness, that poor Fox, so alone, so very alone. But you don't have to be alone, because this weekend at PAX East, Troy and Skid are gonna paint the town red. Skid and Troy will be there Friday and Saturday, but there is a special fan meetup Friday night at the City Tap House from 5pm until the sun rises. This is an amazing opportunity to meet the masterminds behind classic role-playing characters like Nestor Coyne and Murple the Fox. But hey, because this is the Glass Cannon Network, we're not just giving you one opportunity to geek out this weekend. If you're in the Chicago area, GCP Midwest is this Saturday in Roselle, Illinois with the fightingest bunch of alumni I've ever seen. If either of these truly tantalizing events have wet your appetite for nerdage, you can get more info on how to sign up for games, times, location, etc. at glasscanonpodcast.com slash events. Well, it looks like it's time to go back to the shivering mountaintops of Skiergard. So without further ado, it is my absolute pleasure to introduce you to episode 149.
0: I have been mad at myself all week. I haven't been this angry since I forgot to poison the weapons of those orcs in the uh, Carrion Blix episode. Well, now that? you know how we feel. And <laughs> we've been angry at you much longer than that. <laughs> Did you forget something? No, I didn't forget something. It's just, and maybe this is something, uh, Joe and, and, and Skid, you can um, relate to as a GM Sometimes do you get so fixated on wanting to do something cool that you forget about how it's going to affect everything else. So, for example, all I wanted to do, I was so fixated on knocking someone in a vat. I was just going to say, can I guess? I think it's you (laughs) wanted to knock someone in a vat. I wanted to knock someone in a vat. I did not even... It didn't even... Dawn on me To not leave myself Directly in front of a gunslinger <laughs> Who hits touch AC This guy was so cool And there was just Nothing I could do There was no
4: way I could have saved him All, all you had to do Was get 25 feet away from him 25 That's feet? That's all you needed to do And you could fly I just You can fly I, I get, You're an imbecile All I was thinking about Was
0: like Gotta knock him in the
4: back Then I'll
0: start dealing some damage It it drives me crazy When you get these cool monsters You study up on them You finally want to do Something neat with them And you just get This myopic like I must tunnel vision I have to just
1: I think uh, uh. that really helps Explain the guilt trip Laid on us by the fox Afterwards (laughs) Yes That that goes a long (laughs) way Who's channeling that Same Yes
0: Old Merple There just to make (laughs) you Feel bad for my mistake Did that guy have hexes Oh, he had hexes. But you uh, know what? I was excited to do the hexes, and he had some hexes that uh, even if you uh, succeeded, uh, he could force you to have to try it again. Um, so I was excited to bring hexes back. But at the end of the day, his hexes weren't powerful enough for me to waste a turn using them. Um, but he just had some spells. Unless and, you were thinking
1: tactically. but Yeah, tactically. <laughs> yeah, but hexes but are great in a party. It's yeah, tough when, like, yeah. you're like, okay, this round I'm going to hex, and then they're going to combine for 200 points of damage against me, <laughs> yeah, and right. then the next round I'll do some damage. <laughs> like, right. It, uh, plus,
0: the DC of the save was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to waste a round just trying to make your saves go down by two, and then you might succeed, and then, like, I'm going to get lit up right. for a full <laughs> round so that I can do something next round. Yeah, yeah it was just one of
1: those things, but uh, it's been driving me crazy all week. You said at the top of that episode that you were legitimately going to try to kill us, yeah. and I really thought... You were, and that's one of us might go down. But, uh, but you didn't. You would think 149 episodes now,
0: I would know that we have a gunslinger that hits a t- touch AC from 20 feet away. Maybe don't go near the gunslinger. <laughs> or maybe just kill him. Or you just kill him. Why did I knock him in the yeah. bat? I mean, you, actually, Grant, if you were a little closer or lined up perfectly, I would have tried to knock you in the bat. I'm sorry I didn't. Um, well, you know what? I, I would apologize. Have said that your gun is completely broken from the boiling water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man.
4: Troy, it feels good to be up in your head, I'm yeah. real warm and cozy up here, psyching you out, sucker. I so um i'm bringing hexes back yeah (laughs) you you kill this guy all my hexes live in texas and gross (laughs) you kill this guy and his
0: poor poor defenseless little fox is just cowed by these murderers that came into a craft brewery. Yeah. A place of of celebration in the camp.
1: There should n- not be a fox in here. That's my that's It's my a place contention. of harmony and joy. <laughs> What's the last time you went to a brewery in Queens? They always allow pets. Listen, not very foxes. Hip. Foxes have very distinct musk glands. It's true. If, I, if, I don't know if you've spent any time around foxes. I have. I have not. No. They stink. They smell terrible. I wouldn't want them around the beer at all, but... The Department of Health surely had objections to this. They would shut this, this place down, and this is how they would do it by killing whoever was injured. Is charge. that what's probably in the big hole in the middle? Is the Skier Department of Health? You
0: see the like they got a C grade. Uh, you go, you go to the website. It's like fox musk, fox droppings. Really.
3: Also, the almost op- got the A. Also, uh, op- open containers of alchemical poison. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> kept right next to the
3: hops.
2: Right, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how they get a C <laughs> you <get> <laughs> must have been paying people yeah. off yeah. oh man
0: <laughs> made a deal with the stone giant that says poison and one that says yeast <laughs> yeah. right next to each other right <laughs> I'm sorry, we got to shut you down. Um, so we we end last episode with with a conversation with Merple uh, again. That is from the book. Um, and Merple, just like Bababoo Jenkins, just like Bababoo Jenkins, which I couldn't make up. That's right out of the uh, right out of the book. Um, and Murple tells you that the those jugs or barrels are for the king and the queen. And you're like the king and the queen one. And he's like, oh, you don't know. The king and the queen in the south.
1: What? And that's where you guys left off. So, I mean, are we, might we assume that the king, at least, would refer to the storm tyrant? I mean, would that be reasonable? Possibly. It would be reasonable. But the last that we heard, he was still single because what's-her-name was trying to marry him.
0: You certainly didn't see in his letter back to Grenseldeck. He didn't mention, mention
1: this, of, like, I um, have a wife.
3: Right. He could be polygamous. Not only <laughs> am true. I insulted, right. but I am married, <laughs> my dear woman. <laughs> didn't he threaten to uh, kill her in that letter? Uh, he did. He
0: dead, yeah. If you ever, <laughs> ever deign to ask me this again, I'll kill you. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Permission to treat the witness as hostile? <laughs> I
0: think like a whole new version of Pride and
3: Prejudice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So yeah it could it could very well be um you've heard now talk about the south ever since uh, I think Digimon
4: excuse me ever, ever <laughs> since Digimon <laughs> <laughs> excuse me uh, I can't wait to meet Pikachu later in this adventure <laughs> it's going to be so exciting i got to catch them all
0: ever, ever since Digimon <laughs> was saying like uh is this going to help me to to go down south that's where that's where they'll send me. I'll show everyone. I can go down south, and then you may have heard from somebody else, south, 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 south and now you hear that there's a king and the queen in the south. Is this Folstice? Is this the Storm Tyrant? Perhaps. That's all the information that Merple has. Okay. Are we, are we considering the Speak with
1: Animals done? No. If you have some more questions, I can keep playing Merple. <laughs> um, I don't want to talk to this fox anymore. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if the fox... Bumming me I
3: out. want to alleviate your pain. Why did you kill my master?
4: In cold blood. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had a, a question. Um, there's been some, a lot of new information we got in recent episodes, being able to see through Pembroke's eyes uh, the speech that Skirkotla gave to the camp. Mm-hmm. And the name uh, Hersier Greganor came up. I'm mm-hmm. wondering if the fox could tell us anything about Hersier Greganor.
0: Uh, Roll a knowledge local.
4: Okay. Uh, that's a 19. 20,
0: even. Hersier is a title. It basically means, like, sub-chieftain, or, like, sub-jarl. Okay. Huh. So, he would be the second-in-command. You would infer that it is most likely the person that Pembroke and Feyraza saw with the big helm opening the gates. Like, that seemed to be the second-in-command. There's a good chance that that is Hersier Greganor. And actually, if you go back and listen, none of you guys picked up on that. I yeah. mentioned Hersier a number of times. I think Naximara might say it. I know Fijimon uh, says it. He says the Hersier, but you guys never... I think I
1: thought you were t- saying a name. Yeah, like yeah, Like some NPC yeah. name. I
4: thought so, too. How do you spell Hersier? Is it like H-E-R-S-I-R? H-E-R-S-I-R. Okay.
1: Hersier Greganor. That, that is an actual title, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I um i got to look up where that's from. Now that you mention it, it does sound familiar. Just quick uh, search Vikings. on here. Yeah, Vikings. You know, Vikings. It's a local Viking military commander of a hundred, about
3: 100 men it and old allegiance to a Jarl or king. It's like it a platoon leader. Yeah. yeah. Or a centurion. Um, mm. Mm. They were also aspiring landowners.
4: <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> so that's like everyone in New York City. <laughs> 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 so,
1: well, I mean, I think then that means the next step Maybe is... Maybe we could
3: buy them off with a nice couple acres down south Yeah <laughs>
1: um, I was just going to say I think that it's probably Time Wisest <laughs> Probably wisest If Lork uh, Just challenges the hearse here To single combat Yeah it works out Always yeah, that Always works out was such a good plan Then we could just Clear out the village And that's you know, what one, I one prepped, shot That's what I prepped for Is, is there a so.
4: dam That Skid can die Opening up <laughs> Is, can that happen again too That'd be great Wow they're really Running out of ideas <laughs> <those
3: glass candidates. laughs> it's, it's as if It's as if
4: They had like Three
3: Death Stars In the same movie
1: <laughs> Oh ouch
3: Ouch That's worth a bottle Yeah
1: Alright <laughs> yeah, Nice
3: Yeah
0: It's good You get a Galabras bottle cap Ooh, Ooh. No Funnily longer enough. has any value <laughs> um, That's worth a Plus one to one skill check <laughs> Uh, you guys found some treasure. Uh, obviously, the lesser quicken meta magic rod is going to make Pembroke even more potent. That is a badass piece of treasure, man. So badass. My my little uh, PFS wizard. I always wanted to get a, a quicken meta magic rod. Just to be able to cast two spells in one round. It's just it's amazing, and I never got it. Whatever happen, what happened to Gideon? Oh, Gideon. Well, we 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 launched a network, and we don't play for fun anymore. Yeah. Oh, right. I think
1: he's he's, he's uh, <laughs> I think he's bartending. He's yeah. a he retired to he's like, staying
3: at third level. Some Pub and Absalom, <laughs> just like just like Jonathan Reese Myers who plays him. Yes, oh, <laughs> oh that's right. I love the that right. character. You're such a dick. He was a dick.
0: Um, and you also found uh, a headband of vast intelligence plus two. Now, you guys uh, rolled off air for this. There was a
1: there was a bit of a fist fight. Um, we did, and uh, I what, thought. What it was were the results? Who was involved, and what were the results? It was Lork and Feyrza were involved. I think both. The other two both have head
4: items, right? Head yep. slot items. Wisdom use- for, for Baron, and uh, I think Intelligence for Pembroke. Pembroke's
0: yeah. got a plus four, right? Or a plus two? two. Sorry, what? Do you have a he- headband of plus? plus four? Uh,
1: it's, I think it's plus two... Yeah, so we didn't have... Uh, no, heads. it is plus four. It is, plus it four. is. I thought so, yeah. yeah. Lork and Fyraza didn't have head slot items, so we just we rolled off on it. and
3: I, I believe we both rolled like a six and a... Yeah, I rolled a six, you rolled a nine. I we saw were it from like, far away and which? I was like,
1: uh, it's a six or a nine, so just, dude, can you be one of those? Matthew's like, I think mine's a six. And then I looked and it was a nine. So uh, Lork got it, and then it didn't have uh, what... Skill it was attached to Right So we looked up the rules And they said you roll randomly On a knowledge skill So we rolled randomly And it was knowledge planes So your knowledge planes Went from zero to what? Plus 14 <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh,
3: Not even zero Like unable to roll it Yeah Right 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 yeah. Unable to roll it Unless To plus 14 now he,
1: he, it, he needs 24 hours For it to kick in Sure So he puts it on He doesn't quite feel it yet But over the course of the day He's gonna get like uh, Lork's all of a sudden Gonna have this knowledge of I know kung fu Planers <laughs> It again. is like the matrix <laughs> yeah. Totally yeah. Do you get
0: a language as well?
1: Uh, yes, it's it's telling me on my sheet that I get a language I haven't added it yet because I'm not sure how we're doing that. But
0: um, well, you know, why don't you? Pick, I'll, I'll I'll tell you the languages that he knew, and then you can just choose from one. Oh, of I like them. that. Um, it's like Final Fantasy Tactics. You could pick between Abyssal, Common. I would go. I would go, I would go with Common. <laughs> oh, Common. <laughs> Draconic, for a really underappreciated language. <laughs> <laughs> Draconic, Giant, or Orc. Abyssal, common, draconic, giant, and orc. What do you currently speak? I
1: currently speak... French. Common, <laughs> elven, oh. and orc. Ah. All right, so abyssal, draconic, or giant? That's that's tough. That's uh, tough I, I think I just have to go well, giant. But, but wait. But being a giant, I'm
3: sure <laughs> that the headband didn't confer upon him the ability to speak giantish. It, this is not a false statement. I think <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I think when he was little he had a speech impediment and his parents sent him to speech class and eventually the teacher was like you know what this is just going to be too tough let's just get like spend make the investment buy this headband. What? Was he a prep school five. kid? That's like 8,000 gold <laughs>
0: further. Since he was a brewer he was actually a giant raised by dwarves and so he only spoke dwarven his whole life. Um, but then he got this headband and he forgot how to speak dwarven because he has not any dwarves to speak with anymore. <laughs> but now he learned giant through Maybe
3: the he had like a falling out with his dwarven, his dwarven His dwarven Like you know Masters to his apprentice And he yeah. And now he's Like he purposely Forgot it I want this to be The next podcast <laughs>
0: The story of his life Growing up A
3: giant raised by dwarves Yeah that's awesome Alright I'll take it I'll take giant <laughs> <laughs> it's very useful. Well, which story are you going with? Speech impediment or giant raised by dwarves? Giant raised by dwarves, uh, obviously. Obviously, <laughs> oh uh, yeah. that speech impediment
1: <laughs> one hit, that hit pretty close to home. How so did it go bad? How did so he? I wonder how it went bad. Yeah, that's a that's a story for another episode. Skip. <laughs> 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 All
0: right, you guys rested here the for the night, right? Because you, know, you had to learn uh, speak with animals to talk to Murple. Yeah. And hey, my
2: name is Murple.
0: And now it is the morning of. <sighs> You know, I had a good tracker here, and I, it's either the morning of day six or day seven. I'm leaning towards day six, uh, so we'll say day six. And you've got the whole
1: world in front of you. What do you want to do? What what next? Well, I think that right up the hill from where we are in the brewery and near our camp is that longhouse. We mentioned it uh, before, but we haven't really looked in there yet. It's a longhouse. That I, we, I don't think we have any evidence yet. We haven't seen anyone going in or out. It hasn't been act more active at night or at mealtime or during the day or anything. We have no info. So I think that we could check that out if that's cool with you guys. It's just close by. Sure. Yeah. Sounds
0: good to me. Um, now, be aware, there is a watchtower there as well if you look at the Oh, map. yeah. And it is during the day. So just something uh, to think about.
3: Sure, right till the nighttime.
1: Uh, yeah, we could we could spend the day in the brewery and Dissa- wait till the nighttime. Disable another Skyrocket
4: as well. Right, yeah, kill two birds with one stone Yeah, so let's play poker until nightfall Does that <laughs> sound good to you guys? <laughs> okay, it sounds good, good.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think we'll, we'll chill in the brewery I, I, Hopefully nobody comes, you know, if, if somebody comes we'll have to be barred the doors from the in- inside? Yeah, well we just locked them Sure um, And so, I mean, could we impersonate his voice? <laughs>
2: get out! I'm
3: brewing! <laughs> just have Murple tell them to go away. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <coughs> Murple's gonna rat us out, I feel it. They're in there. Go get them. They went that
0: way. Um, Alright, so you want to wait until the night? Yeah, we'll oh, wait until the night. What are you guys uh, talking about during the day? Is there any uh, interesting conversation?
1: Well, uh, Pembroke, I think he's got a, a little bit of extra spring in his step lately since he's leveling up like the way I'm envisioning it is that uh, at one point he was a 15th 16th level wizard but years of uh, in his post have atrophied his abilities and now he's now he's out in the field again he's kind of slowly getting this stuff back and I think you know he kind of talks to Faraz
2: about it and says you know it's it 's uh it 's interesting I, I I remember now that i've i 've sort of got the back this teleportation this is something I used to love you know like traveling I traveled so much in my youth I would go on uh, expeditions in the field constantly, and I loved it. I loved visiting other places, just tra- blinking through the ether. It was just... Something so thrilling about it. Did you uh, travel alone? No. Well, uh, occasionally, but usually uh, with a group of colleagues. Did um, you tell me, Pembroke? Do you have a wife? Are you married? No. 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 Husband? No. 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 I was always uh, uh, married to the work. Oh, ah, I see. As yes, it was, I've, I've had my share of romances in the past, but um, nothing, nothing more way uh, too
1: serious. Did you ever travel to Osirion? Yeah, oh, yes. Yes, very often. Yes. And I just speak in ancient Assyriani again. <laughs> <laughs> so badass. Yeah. Imp- <laughs> impressive. Yes. Just, I'm afraid...
2: I, I, I'm always always sort of ashamed of my accent, because I I, I always <laughs> I, I had to approach it from an academic standpoint, Of see. course, of course. So it's like most of the texts are in an ancient Assyriani, which I understand the dialect is uh, understandable to someone who speaks modern Assyriani, but it must sound ridiculous.
3: It is not how we speak every day, no? <laughs> no, no, no. So, so
2: I'm always sort of hesitant to bring it up. But, in any case, uh, in my my years at my post at the my i, I Simply stopped I stopped doing what I loved You I just, let the power lapse Yes, yes, yes I sort of sat down in an easy chair And when I got up I was an old man
1: <laughs> But now <laughs> Now
2: that I'm rediscovering This sort of, the thrill of it all it's, I don't know, I mean I came out here Expecting to die And wanting to experience a little bit of what I used to love before I did but now I I thought I was prepared to go, to leave the mortal plane but now now I I have to say I'm rather enjoying myself especially meeting you lot you've uh, brought back a little something that I thought
3: that I've been missing and I, I don't want to die I don't want you to die either, my friend. I must say, I, I share your, I share your experience a bit. I long ago pledged my life to the Scion, the Chosen One, mm. and then I found out he's gone, stripped away from the world, and now I have this power flowing through me, the power of Osiris, and yet I cannot help but wonder if the only purpose I have for it now is my own enjoyment... And that does not strike me as particularly noble. Well, uh, this is sort of is what I was seeking too, is
2: sort on of my own edification, finding, seeing things that I wanted to see that I never had. But now I fi- I feel that we've encountered, sort of stumbled upon this, a, a very great quest indeed. I I have found a purpose. Yeah, I, I feel as though. I've late very late in my life I've an opportunity to save the world and it is quite thrilling.
3: I don't know if you feel the same way but I feel that you have a great great part to play too. I I hope I hope I do. I, my life was forfeit long ago. It is curious to rededicate it and reanimate in service of this cause. Yes, isn't it isn't it wonderful? I feel You feel younger, my my, friend. Yes, I do. I do. You look younger. You have an aura about you. Thank you. you. (laughs) Your hair seems... feels
2: good. It is growing back a little bit. (laughs) Voluminous. On the top. Like, it's growing... I think it is actually growing back a little bit. And I I was going to say, it feels good to get air into my lungs, but there's so little air up here that it's not quite the phrase I should search for, but... Uh, I can help with that, by the way. Yes. Oh, I appreciated that the other day. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> something, that's, that's something I... I just I, I, I divine magics is sort of use It's just oh. so interesting to me. It's just I
3: don't have a feel for it at all. It I wish I like. could show you more, but here we are in the strangulated world. I wish I could make things grow. That is my specialty. Yes, you. yes. I imagine that must be frustrating, too. Here above the tree lines. Here above the tree line. In well, my there childhood... Are, there are trees. In my childhood, I would... On the banks of the river, I would... I would assist in the agricultural pursuit ah, yes. of our community.
2: Yes, after the flood season, exactly, on the river. Mm. exactly. <laughs> ah, I miss Assyrian, so will they go on like that. <laughs>
4: that
3: was great.
2: That was great.
0: <clears throat> great, um, Baron. Are you? What's going on with you?
4: I think Baron is kind of looking at Lork's new body, and he's wondering. Go on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lurk catches this hungry <laughs> glare. <laughs> he's very, very uncomfortable. A, a half-empty glass ice. of this beer.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. It's um, been a long time since Ingrahill died, so parents just feeling a little lonely on these cold nights. <laughs> No, uh, so Baron is, is contemplating how far we've gone on this journey, and Lork feels unfamiliar, but his, his purpose, his presence, uh, his at least um, understood continued devotion to Gorham, he's on a set path, and what Baron is missing right now is kind of the unending font of goodness and lawful goodness that came from Sir Will to keep his own worst tendencies in check. So Baron is dealing right now with the fact that he was totally okay and had no hesitation in poisoning this beer, which would leave our hands and could potentially go into anyone's hands, innocent or otherwise, and kill them. And so I think he's hearing this conversation between Firaza and Penbrook and, and what their purpose is. And particularly what Fyraza says is my power now, just for my own enjoyment. Now that, that this prophecy has been upset, and just feeling unsettled, and he's wary of going too dark, too evil, even though he embraces that as an inquisitor. Hmm. Hmm. He's feeling really lonely right now.
1: A bit rudderless.
4: Yeah. Hoping that we're making all the right decisions and not losing our own um, righteous way along this path.
1: Hmm. And uh, Lork? Uh, I think Lork would probably take notice of this he's known baron for a long time uh and he has adventured with him and he's been through a lot with him and um i think he can tell that he's a little brooding you know and and lork feels in a lot of ways uh, very different i I think he feels similar to the way pembroke feels in that he's reinvigorated in so many ways because he feels like a, a weight has been lifted um both figuratively and literally, because he now he's just so much lighter on his feet, and he is, he feels younger. He doesn't have the same pains that he had. That physical change has just yeah, got to be the, incredible. The ability to just climb trees and to you know to climb skitter up and down things and run across and, in total silence and uh, and and track these giants with eyes clearer than he's ever seen before. It, it's fascinating and exciting, uh, thrilling in a way. And he uh, and so he's. He, ex- he understands that, and he can see, the I think, the, the moroseness in, in Baron. So so he'll, he'll kind of come over to Baron, and he's not going to try to speak with him uh, emotionally, but instead he's going to come over and just kind of pat him on the shoulder, kind of squat down next to him and be like, Well, if we're going to stay inside all day, friend,
2: I think we should get down to work. Let's start talking strategy. Let's talk tactics. What are our next steps here? We have a lot to take care of, and we can't keep going from place to place just reacting to whatever we see.
4: We have a lot to take care of, Lork, and and we've been accomplishing more than I could ever have dreamed. That that explosion we caused was incredible, and and some of the stuff you told me you did with those hijinks, and the the way you upset those giants against each other has been incredible, but I'm just scared we're losing sight of um, what's important here. I'm afraid um, whatever path we go forward we need to keep the slaves well-being in mind first so we can free them so let's keep that as a guiding principle before we set out any strategy for today
2: i i think the number one strategy needs to be freeing these slaves but i'm not sure how to do it without taking care of the giants right so you have the frost giants outside the pens and you've got hundreds of them just walking around at any given time you got steady patrols and you got those up in the watchtowers. It's hard to move about by day. We do better at night. We have incredible magics from our friends here that can make us invisible, teleport from place to place, but it's limited. Yes, this is the thing. Like I, I don't I don't really like wasting any time at all. Like every day that we spend is one could be one more slave uh, in the belly of a giant. But you're right. I Without expending our, our magic I, uh, We have to ap- operate at night so Right but any, rushed, but any rushed decision also could Carry the weight of killing all the slaves yes. If they are found to be uh, Trying to escape If even one or two of them If we try to get out I have reason to believe that my daughter is in that pen And I know, Feyreza, you said you didn't see her But I'm, I don't want to make a decision in, in a panicking way That will take away all of the strategy we've worked through so far So I think that you don't have to worry about losing sight of our goals Our Mm. goals are for the innocent people up here And the innocent people off this mountain That are going to die if we let these giants organize And leave here trained and ready to take down the cities of the small folk Now if we can split them up now, here Before they unite in in a significant way So that they can pull off a proper siege Then we'll have done our job And if it takes our life to do it I think it's worth it and as for you, Feraza I, I believe that you are here for that purpose. I believe that your powers and abilities are not here for your own enjoyment, but instead to help the people of this continent. You've come from far away to help people in a, a completely different country and land. And for that, I am very thankful to you.
4: You're welcome. Well, Torag is a god of planning and strategy, typically of defense not of offense but I think there's wisdom to your words, Lork we have to keep on pushing forward, just like when we would create new mines in the Five Kings Mountains, we just had to keep on chipping away day by day and then we'd have a new tunnel to a new place, to new ore to new adventures so perhaps we should continue to chip away at this location of the camp and check out the longhouse just above us
1: and Lorkel sort of start to stand up and he puts his hand on uh, Baron's shoulder and he looks at him real close and he gets this kind of smile and, and light in his eye and he's like, do you remember
2: just last night how quickly we took down that giant? They've got a lot of power coming after them and they have no idea yet. Keep your chin up. We're going to take them all out.
0: And with that, the day turns into night. You assume that the... uh Watchtowers. As long as nothing's changed, a lot has changed in the camp. You don't know how long they're going to continue keeping their watches. So, uh, Lucy Goosey. So Lucy Goosey. Um, but if nothing has changed, you feel like now you could sneak your way over to this
3: other building. I should note that we did all of our life bubble stuff, and
0: yes, we're all yes. covered. And. We discovered between episodes that Life Bubble has Endure Elements built into it. So... Yes. Save some juice. Save some spells. So with that, you guys want to open the door? What do you want to do? You want to head out and walk there? You're not too, too far. It's Um, up on a ledge above where uh, the brewery is.
2: Now what are we going to do with Murple? (laughs) <laughs> C- can't let Murple just run free through the camp either Certainly can't Well, uh, unless he runs into a druid I mean, I, it's not really going to be able to communicate much of any interest to a giant Right I'm just worried that if he's seen alone They'll recognize the, the druid's companion is, is loose And think there might be something wrong
4: Well, we, we know, could we'll lock him in Lock him
2: in All right, but let's the not <laughs> make it too long
4: that seems quite cruel for a druid to lock a creature of the wild indoors, does it not? What I- are you guys talking about?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to be rude, Murphan.
4: <laughs> it seems like the alternative
3: that Lork is suggesting is murder, which seems crueler. Oh, no, no, of course not. I'm, I'm trying
2: to think of a way maybe we could let him go farther away, but I think locking in one more day is just fine.
4: All right, well, let's put some food out for him and make it <laughs> clear that it's not poisoned. <laughs> uh, I also have this vision in my head just of Merple meeting uh, Noxie Morris in like the middle of the forest and like becoming his new uh, familiar and just like riding on the back of the dragon and like helping <laughs> him out all the time. It would be so That's amazing great. if that could happen.
1: <laughs> like a Atreyu in uh, NeverEnding Story. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about how Cat Benatar and Merple are getting on. <laughs> I hope they're oh, getting yeah. along. I know foxes are kind of solitary beasts, yeah. as are cats. Yeah, cat has kind of uh, taken a step back.
0: We haven't really developed her as much as the other animal companions. Yeah. I'm not going to kill her until you give her a personality. <laughs> so <laughs> we really like her. So hurry up. <laughs> um, all right, so you're going to lock Merple in. Merple um, gives you sad eyes, like, <laughs> um, and you guys head out.
1: So we head out. So we're going to try to sneak past that building where they uh, they were forging stuff from outside with the spikes uh, from the, the ice from the pond. Yep. Same situation at yeah. night. Like they're, it's Maybe 100 feet right away now. from that or so, a couple hundred feet. We sneak past that up and around this little curve right in the view of the watchtower. Uh, Lork would like to do a perception check just to make sure there's no shadow in the watchtower that happened sure. to, to, to stay that night. Uh,
0: 36. 36. Uh, you, it doesn't appear to be manned unless there's someone inside of it. All right. But that's not going to uh, do anything for you.
1: All right. Um, can I do another perception just in the wider area just to make sure there's no patrols or anybody happen to walk around? Because I want the whole group to come with me, not just stu- super stealthy people. Sure. So I want to make sure that there's no dirt danger in sight. Um. 43 43 <laughs> oh, <it laughs> took me a minute I was like is that- <laughs> that so <can't> be right <laughs> uh,
0: to the north of where you are is that watchtower just past that is the slave pen and then uh, to the west of that excuse me to the east of that is the uh, sort of built into the rock staircase leading up to that statue to the West is pretty much... The west and the south is the rest of the camp. You do see patrols over there, but they're not coming... At least right now, they're not coming over in your direction.
1: All right, so let's all go. Okay, so we'll, we'll all move up and around this the lip of this hill to the Longhouse. And this is actually the first time, I think, that Lork is really getting a view of the slave pens. He was never over here. Yeah, from where you are, there's there's enough
0: lights, you know, from this little their little hovels and whatnot to see, like, just a bunch of people milling about... In a pen. Uh, in a pen with... You know. We can see into it uh, from up there. Yeah, you can see into the pen, but it's just mostly probably small, tiny yeah, shadows. Yeah, like you, you can't. See, yeah, you see like shadows moving past the the palisade, and uh, you know the frost giant standing out front. Yeah, it's still pretty far
3: away. But um, um, I should note that Faraza is going as not in animal short, animal form. She gave herself an hour of life bubble. Ah, oh, okay. And Pembroke takes a moment to study the interior of the pen, as you can see it,
1: just for purposes of perhaps teleporting into it. Sure. So
0: I, I'm not being uh, 100% clear, but, like, the walls are about eight feet tall. But you can see, like, it's shoddily made, so you can see, like, lights through the fence. Oh, all yeah. right. No good details. No good details. Okay. But right. Feyreza can give you those details because she's been there. Okay.
1: Um, so Lork, yeah, he's just thinking, like, stay safe. We'll be there soon. Uh, and he'll come up to this to this longhouse, try to sneak up to it. Sure. Can I roll a stealth. Sure. Oh,
4: before we go up to the longhouse, can I disable the skyrocket inside of that tower? Sure. The tower is past the uh, the
1: um, longhouse. So, do you want us to like wait right by the wall of the yeah. longhouse and you sneak up alone?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. All
0: right. So you're gonna uh, you roll a stealth check. 20. 20? Okay. Twenty. Twenty. Okay you get up to that uh, tower same type of situation ramp that leads to stairs and there's a hatch like uh before what do you do pull it open stealthily okay stealth check oh that is a 32 32 Ooh. all right so you very quietly open it it appears to be empty
4: inside great um so i i try to locate the skyrocket yep sure enough there it is slide a hand check That is a natural 20 for a 28. You're getting really good at this. Yeah, you are. A skyrocket disabled. Awesome awesome job. No one would ever know. uh, So fast. Quick perception check from up there to see can I, uh, from this angle, can I see more into the slave camp or. into the uh, stairs leading up to the ice uh, sculpture is probably too high for you to see. Yeah, that one's a little too high, but you do have a, a,
0: a really good view into the uh, slave pen.
4: I'm looking particularly for what I understand the description of Lork's daughter to be, but in general, if there's any more intel or patrols, I can get. And you have dark vision? Yep. That is a perception 35. 35.
1: Nice roll. Nice. Um,
4: yeah, so
0: you've got a pretty good view up there of what's going on. Um, you see the Frost Giants are outside. Uh, there's no one inside of the, the pen right now, just the slaves. Um, and they look like they're being uh, fed, basically. Hmm. Um, you don't see... Maybe the Frost Giants threw the food in there, but they're, um, they're, there's like a bit of a distribution of food going on amongst the slaves themselves. You don't see uh, any green-skinned creatures, but you do see a a little bit of a scene go on. Um, There's like uh, a small creature, a person, some humanoid, uh, who uh, walks up to grab some food and kind of goes away. And there's a larger... Uh, man among the slaves who grabs the food away from the uh, smaller creature and that figure just takes it and walks away over to the corner and just sits down and it looks like they're meditating and then Uh, there's a little girl, a child running by and she knocks that food out of the larger man's hands. And the man turns around furiously and goes to take the food away from the little girl. In like a flash, that smaller person comes back over and with like three quick moves disables this dude and knocks him flat and this guy's got to be three four times the size of this little person what and returns the food to the little child and then just goes and disappears into the crowd as the crowd kind of gathers around this scene
4: wow fascinating Baron's eyes widen and they all seem to be humans from what he saw i'll see be humans except this little person is not a child so maybe it's a halfling maybe it's a gnome and that little person had the large person who took the food stole it from him he went to go meditate little girl tried to take it and when the large man tried to attack the girl he disabled him so he yeah. didn't defend himself but just the little girl yes wow that's fascinating
0: it's hard to tell. You can't tell what it is. It could be a man, could be a woman, Could it's definitely not a child, maybe a halfling or a gnome.
4: Well, I'll, um, Baron's eyes widen and then narrow and he, he contemplates it for a while and he's going to return to the rest of the group and say, I, I don't know how to describe this, but I think we m- may have some hope for someone on our side, inside of the camp. I saw this tiny figure fighting for what was right he he protected this girl from a larger man who wanted to attack her and disappeared into the crowd he he moved like lightning i i don't know though i couldn't get a perfect look at him so we got to be careful next time we go in there especially you pembroke if you plan on teleporting in there there seems to be someone of Physical powers I don't quite understand
2: hmm. Interesting uh, It seems they're devolving into fighting each other Over scraps of food So probably factions forming in there And that's a dangerous place Yes We should um, It's quite interesting I wonder if Perhaps we have an ally A potential ally Potential Well should, uh, We should move quickly Yes Let's find out what's in this house here so a quick
0: scan of this building, you see pretty large wooden structure. They all They've all been wooden, except for that uh, temple that Pembroke uh, was looking into. It uh, has a peaked roof, and if you do a lap around it, obviously barons coming back from the tower, you see there are two sets of massive barn doors set at either end, um, as it just sits in the shadow of this nearby watchtower. Above the eastern doors, there's a pair of gigantic ram's horns. And on the western doors, there is a set of gigantic crossed lances set above the doors. Hmm.
4: It's
2: It's
0: approximately. Dodge
1: dealership. It's a Dodge (laughs) dealership, yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, It looks to be about 50 feet wide, 75 feet long. Um, No windows. Two doors.
1: No windows. Wow. Okay. I want to listen at the door to see if I hear anything inside. Okay. Okay. I'll join you. Uh, That's a 32. I got a 32 as well. 32 if it's a giant. I'm assuming it's a giant. I get 32 regardless.
0: 32 regardless. So,
1: (laughs) 31. Or, I'm sorry, 28 if it's not a giant. You hear, like... Oh Lippin's on her Lippin's on her horses It, sound, it sounds like maybe it's a, Medieval times They're mayb- training their
4: horses To do the Maybe the a mount
1: things. Mount of some kind Mounts Is this a stable
4: I think it's a percolator Joe They're making coffee in there <laughs> We got the brew house first Now we're at the barista place
2: <laughs> oh, It sounds like there's a creature in there And awake too I don't know What do you think Baron? Do we go in
4: I think we go in And we let our new Animal expert Faraza lead the way
2: I think we might be dealing with a creature here that might not exactly be an enemy right away so I'll I'll try to get this door open but if there's any way you can be ready with your diplomacy
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, reason with it your freakish animal diplomacy (laughs) Uh, he will uh, attempt to open the door I will test to see if it's locked I guess is a good start? Uh, sure. Uh, it appears to be unlocked. Unlocked. And its is it like a knob? Is it like a bar?
0: Um, a big old handle? Yeah. I mean, it looks like it can be barred from the inside,
1: so it's just a handle. That so you he can started to move it, and it, it came. It. Yeah. Okay. Then he's going to slowly, stealthily, attempting stealth. Um, oh, there we go. That is a 34 stealth to just kind of slowly open the door and peek in.
0: 34 stealth, uh, slowly open the door and peek in.
1: Darkness. Can't see. Can't see. But I can hear this. It's a little louder now. It's a little louder. Can Baron see? Baron has dark vision. He can see. And the sound stops. (gasps) Oh. Oh, no. He he can peek in 60 feet. What can I see with 60 feet? Baron peeks in 60 feet. You see,
0: um, it looks like a barn on the interior. Um, but it doesn't have any walls or stalls like a barn would have. And instead it has like workbenches permanently fixed to the sides of the building. Um, if you look up, you see the ceiling uh, rafters are open and exposed about 40 feet above uh, the floor which is earthen but covered in straw. There's no fireplace, chimney, or a light source and 60 feet looking in you don't see any of
4: it. I would like to do a survival check for tracks and if I find tracks based on that clock noise you are making earlier I'd like to do a knowledge nature or whatever uh, knowledge check would be applicable to said tracks.
0: Okay, uh, do survival.
4: 18.
0: 18. Um, you do see tracks. It looks like multiple horses.
4: Okay multiple horses and there's nothing unusual can I do a nature to see if they're a normal kind of horse go for a it. knowledge nature yeah can I do um, it too mm-hmm. I have dark vision as well 13 24
0: 13 um, nothing looks unusual to you Baron um Feyraza the placement of the hooves seems a little strange like the horses m- are, look are like bigger they're, they're, they look like they're like packed on top of each other it doesn't make quite six legged horses definitely yeah they're like very very close to each other it doesn't quite makes sense and I don't see any, we don't see any horses you don't see any horses I mean it's it's pitch dark in there Baron's looking in 60 feet you don't see it.
4: I turn to Faraz and say and Lork and Pembroke and Cap Benatar I'll talk to everyone <laughs> and I say we should step in be quiet and close the door because if whatever's in here gets out it's gonna cause a ruckus and lead back to us so in this dark room I think we all take a step forward and lock ourselves inside with whatever six-legged horse is in here. It is tw- the 20 duck-sized
3: horses that are going to come out of us. Oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> that
1: horrible hypothetical come to life? It's been a long time. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Lork is definitely thinking in the back of his head like, but that's kind of what we want. This it's is... like a stampede. This is a bit of a strange... Under our own circumstances. Right, right, right. Or under our own uh, decisions. Decision. So we need to know more about what's going on in here. So I he'll, think we he'll st- quietly step in five feet, and he's going to wait for everybody to just kind of get in past him, and then he'll close the door. Yes, right, let's
2: so. trap ourselves in this barn with the mystery creature. Cage
3: match. <laughs> Cage match. <laughs>
1: this is going to go great. <laughs> and then Lork
3: eases the door closed, and he can't see anything. It is darkness <laughs> For, and devoid of sound. He pulls his bow out. Farazza is going to cast light. Farazza casts light. As you're casting light,
2: <laughs> oh, no.
0: you wish your buddy Lork was slightly stealthier oh, no. when oh, he no. opened that door, because you see a huge creature rushing towards you and it looks like there's another one behind it oh my god oh it is a hulking creature with the lower half of its body an eight-legged stallion oh and the upper half a horned frost giant roll for an oh my what? god and, there's two, and there's two of them
1: and there's two of them
4: oh is my god. too
1: too many for my <laughs> taste too, too many I have oh, one no. of the actual pawns.
3: Two is How dramatic.
4: about that? Oh, oh my <laughs> god! <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the, oh my god! It's, I rolled a thirty-two wow. stealth.
0: Yep, thirty-eight oh, oh, perception man. against your stealth. Wow. Oh boy.
1: Oh, they crammed them both in the. <laughs> z- <laughs> <laughs> I don't.
0: <know. laughs> I didn't have another pawn, so this one is it's like a Cinderella's stage. carriage. It's
1: called Death Coach. The artwork go. is gorgeous. This eight-legged stallion is rearing up, and the frost giant has a huge spear out to the side. Yeah. Oh, my... That is gonna...
3: That's gonna kill me. This is gonna be I'm seeing the spear that's gonna kill me. no. Boy, I I can't imagine why they
4: kept this in here with no windows. There is not a lot of room to work with. So, uh, that just makes me wonder if they're, like, totally without intelligence. Do you know what I mean? It can't be. He's a frost... He's a centaur. No Mm. way he's without intelligence. He's got... uh, He's got a a weapon.
1: He has a... a, um, what do you call it? A quiver of arrows you hanging off it. the saddlebag. This thing knows what he's doing. This is going to get intense. Oh, man.
0: Oh, I finally get to make up for that last combat.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, finally. You had to wait so long. <laughs> Feyraza. Uh, nine. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, dear. No, I'm sorry. Ten. Ten. Okay. Lork. Lork Master uh, 23 planks. for Lork. There we okay.
0: go. Okay. Okay. That'll help after the surprise round. Uh, Pembroke. <laughs> Bill, uh, 11 11 And Baron
4: Baron rolled a 33 The year Jesus died Which is also The initiative score In which Baron will die So (laughs) Oh, a 33. <laughs> Natural 20 on the die. Oh, man, nice. On the on my. It's gonna roll. I never. It's it. gonna roll.
0: It's always above
4: 17.
0: <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> get it. on it. They I, they uh, it's
4: always above 17. This is a this is a new die though. I never got to figure out or thank the person who gave these to give to me from uh, uh, GCP West. Uh, but thank you, whoever you are.
0: Okay. All right. So True. this one surprise round. Oh. <laughs> no, this one uh, actually uh, is the only one that gets a surprise round because the other one failed its perception check. It comes charging in with a lance and goes right after Lork.
1: Oh, now, no. now, what is the the uh, the reach on this thing? Is the, are you all are you one hundred percent accurate on this? Uh, no, that, I think it's actually farther back. Uh. Its reach is 10 feet. Okay. But
0: with the the lance, it would probably make it 15, right? But
1: doesn't it, with the surprise on it, it only gets a move or a standard? Right.
0: Cannot charge. (laughs) Full round action. Uh, So he's going to stay right at the rim there, and... uh, you know, he'll, I'll say he has his uh, longbow out instead of right. the lance, because I'm okay. going to waste old, my action.
1: Old rim job. Uh, <laughs> and
0: here we go. Against flat-footed Natty19, almost a crit! Uh, so that is going to be a hit against Lork. Oh, man, that would have been times three. Times three. Uh, and it's four points of damage. So just a little tiny opening well, that's ball. not wow. so bad. Yeah, surprise rounds. I always get excited about them. They really do nothing. They do nothing <laughs> unless you're a spellcaster. <laughs> yeah. Um... Fight me on it Fight me on it Red <laughs> Alright round one Baron
4: Bear bear Baron is a uh, Swift action Is going to call down A judgment of sacred Destruction plus Two there you uh, go. To buff himself Oh no Destructor! <laughs> and he's going to cast um, Protection from Evil on himself, just in case he hasn't detected alignment, but it's a rough battle and he wants to be ready, and he's out of range of the gun. It looks evil. They look evil. <laughs> uh, yeah. In
0: fact, the one that stepped him into the light has this amazing helm on uh, that looks like the face of a frost giant. It's unbelievable with like this long huh. beard with like hooks on it. It's oh, really, wow. really cool. It's insane. That's
1: so And crazy. big old, like, ram horns? Is that what it has? Yeah, it's got... Like, like the, the ones the outside? the horns
0: are going down. They're not up. Like okay. devil's horns. Like they're coming out and down. Like huh. Drinking horns. Wow. Uh, all right.
4: Lork. Or is Baron going to move? Baron's going to move as well.
0: Okay.
1: Baron's going to move. All right,
3: Ten Baron. feet forward.
1: <laughs> Lork Master Flex. Lork is going to... Uh, he's... Uh, he's not going to move anywhere. He's just going to go straight at this thing and, uh, and attack with three straight arrows. Deadly aim, rapid shot. He's got a clean shot on it, and I'm, I'm not honestly sure if he's going to get another one for the rest of this combat. So <laughs> yeah. um, he's, this thing could close the distance on him quick. It's huge. So he's going to. Huge. he's going to fire away. So uh, I'm assuming it's a giant subtype right now because of, of a <laughs> yeah, frost I mean, giant. Yeah, I it's got the head. body
0: of a frost giant. It doesn't say it says uh, huge, monstrous humanoid, but I'm just going to rule it. Yes, it's a frost giant.
1: All right, here he goes. Taking a first shot, that's a 29 to hit. 29 is a hit. Oh, nice. awesome. Good and he, start. he does 28 points of damage. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. All On right. The first Dope. shot. Uh, second shot is a 26 to hit. That'll do, Lork. Yeah. Do. Oh, who right. is this Here guy. guy? There we go. Uh, that is a 25 to hit, or I mean to, to damage. Okay. And then last shot is a
0: 25.
1: That's going to hit too. Oh, oh nice. My God. Oh, holy shuk shunk, shunk. shunk. And I, oh, my God. And wow. I rolled 28 points. Up to oh, my God. God. It's just, wow. I rolled like fives and sixes on the 2D6 every single time. Oh, that was awesome. crazy. Well, I don't that's enjoy great. that at all. Uh, <laughs> and he's going to tell uh, Cap Benatar to attack. Oh, okay. He's Go for to it, Cat. He's send Cat Benatar in. So Cat is going to charge oh. in here. Well, remember what I said about not killing him before it has a personality? <laughs> <laughs> That's out the window. Giving it a shot here. I just want to try to keep the distance as much as possible. Sure. That provokes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it, it provokes an attack. All right. So it's going to attack.
0: Well, no, it just had its bow out. So oh, right, it right. It does not right provoke
1: here. yet. Uh, all right. So uh, charging in. I'm going to give her a plus two and a, and a quick bite. Uh, so that is a that's a hit uh, it's a like 26 to hit wow and does eight, 8 points of damage on. On. Yeah.
0: nice, nice job
1: cat s- <laughs> <laughs> yes. good job
0: cat Benatar alright well it's uh, it's my turn <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you put this stupid cat in the way yes <laughs> yeah. yeah. so, so, use of an animal companion I mean I'm gonna have to straight up kill it that's yeah. really my only option uh well, it's, uh, it's the one in the back's turn first. So that one in the back uh, has a straight shot on... Who is the first person there? This is Feyraza. Oh, Feyraza. 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 Let's go ahead and throw on power attack. Oh, Jesus. And let's do a uh, charge with its lance F.A. Raza Eight-legged horse ah, One attack It's going to be
3: a 30 um, Oh. Raza is going to cast Windy Escape Oh, windy escape. Talk to me about Windy Escape Immediate action I get DR10 magic Against the attack And I'm immune to any poison sneak attacks Or critical hit effect from that attack Okay
0: It so, doesn't right. have any magic effects So it just is 10 I, DR 10 I have DR10 Against magic or DR10 period DR10 unless the weapon is the weapon I got you Okay uh, Oh boy 33 points oh. of damage
3: oh. So
1: 23 oh. 23 Wow <laughs> uh, Did you triple or double something Without rolling multiple dice No Wow Oh man <laughs> Oh gruesome um,
0: Yeah Wait Oh do you get double damage On a charge no, uh, if no, you, no If you
1: have the proper feats Well with a lance It does Yeah so that you, was just single damage. Oh, roll again. Uh, so now I roll again. A lance does double damage on a charge. Yep, and this
0: is treated as if it was. I forgot. I read about this last night. Uh, I was like, I wonder if they're going to go oh, there, because that's the, the, the nearest building. Uh, all right, this one isn't as bad. Oh, God. 24 points of damage. All right. We have to keep and these charging. And that one, charging. you don't take 10 out of it again. No, I already did that. It um, 10 the
1: first no! Oh, that must look
0: so Ooh, gruesome. Just so you know, that's 46 plus 42. Damage. Oh. Oh. oh, wow. Once again, 46 plus 42 damage. Its crit multiplier is times three. Of course. Oh, on a lance. No. Uh, and now it's the other one's turn. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> what are we going to do here? Well, uh, I think I'm going to take a five foot step back and uh, kill the Cat Benatar, obviously.
1: Uh, first attack. Ho- hold on a second. You have a bow. Oh, that one has a bow, yeah. I mean, you can chew with the bow. Drop the bow and I don't want to do that. pull I want it, it out as a move action. And pull out. Yeah,
0: but I can't take the five-foot... Can um, I pull out yes, the... you yes. can. All right, so that's what it's going to do. But it's
1: only one attack, then. If you move, pull
0: out the bow. You Well, only that's get, what I'm saying. No, pull out the, I can't pull out the, the lance as part of a five-foot step. I have to pull it out as part of a move action. Right. Okay. Um, that's going to keep old cat around for one round. <laughs> yeah! Uh, that's okay. That's okay. I'm gonna I'm going to do that. I want to get the lance in my hand anyways. Hits for... 27 points of damage. Oh, oh gruesome. Just, uh, Lances. Cat
1: Benatar. Pembroke's turn. Uh, Pembroke is going to cast Greater Invisibility on himself. Okay. Oh. And then he's going to use the Metamagic Rod. Nice! And, uh, nice! as a swift action. So... And I hate doing this t- to Cat Benatar. <laughs> no, you know what? Um... He's going to move to a position where he has a clear shot on the stagecoach,
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's going to cast as a swift action lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Yeah. Okay. And this is the one. This is the stagecoach. Yeah, one, the, the one that Well You can get in a position to cast lightning bolt on both of them. Yeah, if I could do that. Yeah, without yeah, getting... So if you the, get to the other side of Federaza, the, the you're invisible, beloved so. uh, crooner. Right, and you it. don't provoke because you're invisible. So, great.
0: Right. moved greater invisibility, lightning bolt with uh, the Quick and magic rod.
1: What level spell is lightning bolt? Third. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> boy.
3: Come on, buddy!
1: All right. Uh, so, that's nine, ten, 14, <laughs> thirteen, eighteen, nineteen. I shoot 19, the stagecoach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's twenty eight points of damage and that's a DC19 reflex safer half all right the the one that just hit cat benatar uh
0: Fails. Yes! Yeah, nice. Yes, and that's then the, big the one. one that just crunched uh, Feyraza also fails. Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Good all right. Job. Seventeen and seventeen. Good, Good awesome. job. Perfect. Uh, Twenty-eight points of damage. Wow. Very happy with that. <laughs> that I'm not happy with that. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. All right. And it is uh, Feyraza's turn. A uh, quite wounded Feyraza.
3: Brutally, brutally wounded. Faraza is going to uh, Wild Shape. By the way, do you have any, any more of those huge pawn bases? Oh, uh, you know what? I do. I do have one. Because is going to be a war cat. A
0: war Ooh. cat? What? Battle of the Cat wow. Battle
3: <laughs> Oh, wow. War- I'm going to read you the little, the little blurb. Oh, I, I remember reading about these. These are awesome. Weighing 4,000 pounds <laughs> and stretching 25 feet from nose to base of tail, a war cat is a dangerous predator with a large territory. Oh, <laughs> my God. They have been known to take down prey ranging from megafauna to giants to even young dragons. Wow. Holy moly!
0: So look at that. You take up now the entire space. <laughs> oh. Pembroke cannot get anywhere now. Pembroke is trapped in probably the safest place he can be, <laughs> off in that corner, uh, invisible. I
1: love being wedged between a battle cat and <laughs> <the> wall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> battle
3: cat, great place to be. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So that is that's your move. That's uh, your turn. That's my standard action. Okay. And now as a move action, I'm good going, luck. I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. Oh. Oh, there we go. Joe has found, found a, a, a big thing. It's a boulet, pawn. I believe. It's, it's a boulet. Awesome. I just wanted to, ballet. Ha- I wanted to have a huge...
2: It's not boulet. <laughs> I wanted to have a huge <laughs> pawn out there.
0: <laughs> I like putting <laughs> little Fereza on a huge base. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, all right. As a move action... She's uh, going to move uh, away and roll acrobatics to avoid provoking an avoid, attack opportunity.
1: Provoke. All right. So, let's see what you got. There's very little place. You have very little room in here. I know. That's like the only place you could go. Yeah. Can you? Okay. you you can walk through allies even can, though you're yeah, a huge yeah. creature. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I mean, I don't it's think a that's against the rules. <laughs> she could just step right over him. Yeah. Uh, She's a cat. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: this is going to be bad. 19. Here comes the attack of opportunity with power attack still on. Uh, rolling in the box here. Haven't been rolling very well in the box.
3: 27 to hit. Fail. Fail. That's a miss? That's a miss. Wow. War cats have a wow. twenty-eight AC wow. and oh. my wild armor on top of
0: that. Oh my wow. god, that would have been brutal. You want to know how much damage that was going to be? That was going to be uh, thirty points of damage. Oh man, wow! All meow. right, so the uh, meow. The war cat (laughs) (laughs) goes near the other cat. Really makes Cat Benatar look lame in comparison. (laughs) Sure does. Really showing her up. (laughs) I'm backing
4: her up. All right. Pretty interesting
0: round one. Pretty interesting round one. Let's talk about round
4: two Baron. You see all of the doubt that was clouding Baron's face and mind leave his body like rats off of a sinking ship as he looks at these abominations in Torag's eyes and says, in Torag's name, I banish you to hell. <laughs> and in front of you, Troy, you see my first attack, which is the Giant's Bane gun, which is also going to activate up close to Deadly... Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. a fistful of dice, oh, Troy. Oh yeah,
0: that's a fistful of dynamite. Misfire. Oh.
4: Not quite it. Um, it is going to be <laughs> 16 against Touch AC
0: That is a hit Nice <laughs> You're attacking this one here And this one is the only got hit by a lightning The bolt, one closest right? The stagecoach Yeah, the stagecoach The other one is the one that got lit up by
4: Lork, right? Yes, yeah, uh, yeah Okay, yes. alright, that is a hit, buddy 35 points of damage oh, on the first beautiful. attack nice.
0: Okay, okay Come on, Miss misfire, Miss misfire miss
4: miss Another point of grit being used over close it deadly. Come on, baby uh, That is another hit for a total of 29 uh, points of damage Oof. Okay Final okay. attack Final attack, don't misfire, baby Don't, miss on, fire. don't
0: misfire Monsters!
4: <laughs> This is my third out of four grit points uh, oh, that is a that is a definite hit There you go oh, That yeah. is and 30 uh, points of damage oh, wow. nice. And a lot
1: of low rolls You could, yeah, you could, could have done, done a lot roll.
4: more damage Sorry, that one's 32 points of damage Because I have the judgment of sacred destruction
0: Oh on. boy, oh boy What'd you say, 30
1: and so uh, another 2? Uh, we are laying out some damage yeah. <laughs> Serious damage Everyone's <laughs> laying out a lot of damage yeah. here yeah, uh, yeah. Alright, Lork uh, Lork has sort of been cut off from his original target uh, But he really wants to take this guy out He can feels, feel him weakening He doesn't want to leave Cat Benatar uh, Man, this is rough He's going to take a five foot step to the to the right here Because the War Cat is in his way But now Baron's in his way He's going to be like, Baron duck, And he's trying to shoot over his head So give him as much cover as you would like La Valley, uh, the target. Uh huh. And give all, the <laughs> yeah, give all the cover. Yeah, give him all the cover. Huge you're,
3: creature. Huge creatures get lots of cover from dwarves.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so dwarfs, you're shooting at, dwarfs, dwarf. at the first one dwarf. that you hit. You can person.
3: say what you want.
1: Exactly. Shooting at the first one that he attacked. He wants to take him out before he can kill. Cat okay. uh, Benatar. Uh, first shot is a twenty-seven to hit. Twenty-seven. Um, so let's see.
0: Partial cover would be a plus two. Ah, and I think that's fair for a huge
1: creature. Yeah, that'll be a hit. (laughs) All right, he does 24 points of damage. Nice. Attacks a second time. Misses. Okay. Flies over, past. Uh, This is so bad. I really, I need to basically crit on this. He slows down. (laughs) Zeros in his aim. Fires. Takes a breath, Call of Duty style. Look at my Die. Natural tour Oh, Confirm. Uh, does not confirm. Oh, Damn no. But exploding damage. dice, floating dice, uh, floating, floating dice. None of them exploded, unfortunately. Uh, but I got uh, twenty-two points of damage. Nice. On that twenty-two shot. points Excellent. of damage. Oh uh, hey! Woo. Oh my god, that was awesome! That was zeroed cool. in, Maddie. Awesome. All right, it is Cat uh, Benatar's oh, turn. Cat Benatar. <laughs> <Kat Kat laughs> Benatar takes Cat Benatar, not concerned about cover, takes a five-foot step up. Hit him with your best shot. Again, close the distance on the creature. <laughs> uh, takes a five foot step up And is going to claw claw bite So uh, first attack is at 26 nice. 26 hits Max damage, uh, 10 points of damage <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's wrong uh, That was max damage, 7 points of damage Okay uh, Second swipe, same exact thing, same exact hit Another 7 points of damage oh, uh, God. And then uh, a bite That is a uh, 22 to bite 22 misses Okay Good try, though, Cat. Wow. Son of a gun. Man, we <laughs> poured a lot of damage on them. I really wish it died. It is really <laughs> uh, uh, really re- close to dying. I uh, really
3: wish it died. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: This
0: thing that uh, I'm going to go with the one because they go back to back. I'm going to go with the one that Cat Benatar and Lork just attacked. It is, uh, <laughs> it's in really bad shape. <laughs> it begins like its legs start pumping. And it starts charging... Up into the air <gasps> Oh What, what? Oh, Jesus up, And then charges Back down To strike at Baron oh. What What <laughs> it goes like, And starts flying With an ability How high are the ceilings Like 40 the... feet Oh my but god But it goes up Just a little bit And comes I down At it. Baron I can picture it It's an ability Called so he... Skyrunner <laughs> And he has 20 foot reach That's incredible And that provokes For me doesn't it uh, It'll provoke From Cat Benatar Oh okay I'm coming down At a, in,
1: an angle here He's got uh, Oh you're attacking From reach. flying yeah. For oh, Benatar. wow, that's cool. Cat Benatar hits, hits, buddy, for 10 points of damage. Nice. And that damage. Son of a gun. <laughs> Rolled a natty 19 on that. Well done, Cat. And he comes down at a perfect angle.
0: I have 15 at, with feet of reach. 15 feet of reach. But I'm, I'm saying I'm coming down at an angle to attack Baron in a way where you would not be able to attack me. Um, so, here we go. God, I cannot roll for shut. Lately, it is going to be uh, because I left power attack on a 27.
4: Uh, Is it evil? It is. Is it a giant subtype? You said it earlier. uh, That is not a hit. (laughs) Sorry, Troy. He had the damage dice in his hands. 46 plus
0: 42 would have been really nice. All right, uh, the other one is going to do the same thing to. uh, I can't do it to Baron. Oh, man, this is tough. Yeah. You sons of bitches. (laughs) (laughs) We got you, buddy. All right, uh, it's just going to do. (laughs) Hmm, hmm, hmm. Three attacks on Baron. All right. First attack. Thirty-one. That is a hit. All right. Hits Baron for 29 points of damage. Ooh, Ooh man. Second attack. Oh, boy. If a Natty 20 comes up, you're going to be in trubs. Uh, 23? Miss. Miss. And then the final attack. Uh, natty? 19. Oh, for your or it's going to be a twenty-seven because it's the last attack, not a hit.
4: And it oh, oh wow! wow. I Steps, step. Step. See, I never
0: use power attack. The one time I use it, it goes against me.
4: <laughs> uh, Baron's just matrix you dodging never, all these spheres. <laughs> you never
3: use it. I'm sitting here on like sixty points of damage. <laughs> but, I mean, in this fight, I said, "You know, I'm going to
0: use power attack." I never, I never use it in in, in combats. But uh, now it is uh, Pembroke's turn.
1: Uh, Pembroke is going to use the metamagic rod again. Okay. Um, and he's going to fire off a uh, magic missile so at damage. the one that's flying in the air. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it's three, five, seven, 11, 18, 20 points of damage. So
0: Pembroke, <laughs> uh, quicken, lesser metamagic rod just Dum, This thing came up And like a perfect strike on Baron But Baron was so protected against it That he was able to block it off And Pembroke shoots it out of the air and kills it Yeah
1: Yeah. Nice Yeah Kaboom Collapses on the ground And I am gonna You know I'm gonna do another Magic missile as my standard action Okay On the one that remains Alright That one's in rough shape Uh Five and you don't become visible because you cast greater invisibility, right? Uh, right, exactly. Wow, so that's another so 20. Awesome. He's going to
0: live forever.
3: <laughs> Not even God himself can kill me. Uh, 20 points of damage. 20 points of damage. Farazza. Uh is going to do a full round attack on the former stagecoach. <laughs> Let's get it, Farazza. <laughs> get, get it, girl. Wildcat. <laughs> the former uh, stagecoach. First claw. First claw. War cat. 31 to hit. That'll hit. Wow. Wait, this is a D8. Was that Uh, a
4: Rushmore reference, Joe? Wildcat.
3: (laughs) 17 17 points of damage. Second claw. Oh, boy. Uh, 25 to hit. Yeah, that's going (laughs) to hit. 17 points of damage again. (laughs) Oh, so I get to rend. Oh! No! Oh no! You're taking. You need a rent down. Taking you a rend down. No. 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 Mac, max rend damage. Twenty six points of rend oh, damage, oh, and you oh, killed it. No.
0: No. You killed no. oh it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes! Well, but oh I didn't
3: get god. to do my uh, bite with grab. Oh my oh god!
0: Shit. I thought for sure you were done for. <laughs> oh, oh Cat Benatar
1: <laughs> runs into the corner of the room, <laughs> looking back at the warcat in horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that thing? You,
3: Whoa! Wow. Oh, by the way, oh, wow. this ha- the warcat has a climb speed. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> this god. Thing's- this thing's unbelievable. Oh, I-, I-, I thought it was third party, and no, it's from. Um, it's from uh, the Belkson uh, campaign. Oh, right! The whole campaign setting, Hold of the R-chords. The Hold of the Arcords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, where
1: I read it. That's why. That's why I saw it. <laughs> I just did
0: the math, and uh, Lork, you're level nine. Oh my god! Oh! We'll see you next week. Oh, oh that's
4: amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh.